Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Today, we announced the group's results for the first half of 2023 against a backdrop of continued challenges for the UK economy. Since we presented our full year results, inflationary pressures have remained persistent and the Monetary Policy Committee has continued to take action by raising rates. In light of the rising interest rate environment, we've taken a prudent approach to assessing customer affordability, something that has stood us in good stead over our 72-year history. Our agility and diverse lending portfolio have allowed us to adapt and remain focused on supporting our customers through difficult times. As a result, I'm pleased to be able to talk to you about how we've continued to build strategic momentum and lay strong foundations for the full year. Our strong performance in the first half of the year gives me the confidence to be able to say that we are on track to meet all of our medium-term targets and deliver a significant improvement in profitability during the rest of this year. Since defining our new vision and purpose two years ago, we've continued to build momentum, scaling the group in line with our ambitions. We've consistently delivered strong new business volumes and loan book growth. In fact, our lending balances have increased by 45% over the last two and a half years, which equates to just under £1 billion of net new lending. Building on this growth, while also improving the quality and resilience of our lending portfolio, we've made a strong start to the year as demonstrated by our half-year key metrics, which I'll talk through now. Our lending growth is up 8.2% on the full year and 14.8% on the same period last year, resulting in record lending balances of 3.2 billion. We've also seen an increase in retail deposits, which are up 5.3% in the full year and now stand at 2.6 billion pounds. The increase in our lending balances has facilitated solid income growth with a 14.6% increase in profit before tax, pre-impairments on the same period. We did see continuing profit before tax reduce by 3.5% to 16.5 million compared to the same period last year. The result was impacted by a 7.2 million pound loss on a long-running problem debt case in a commercial finance business. I really can't talk about growth without also mentioning our focus on driving efficiency. This has been an equal strategic important focus for us during the last six months. Our Project Fusion cost optimization program has been key here and has helped to offset some of the inflationary cost pressures we have faced. The result is that we are on track to deliver annualised savings of £4 million by the end of the year from our Project Fusion initiatives. I'm also confident that as we continue to grow lending and deliver additional cost optimization opportunities, we will see a significant reduction in our cost-income ratio. On a statutory basis, the ratio was relatively flat in the first half of 2023 at 56.9%. Excluding non-recurring costs, the ratio improved on an underlying basis by 1.7% to 54.8%. The increased interest rate environment and a strategic shift towards lower risk, lower yield lending has resulted in a decrease in our net interest margin to 5.4%. However, we view this as the low point and net interest margin will increase again as the yield curve flattens off and we pass on rate increases in our consumer businesses. So overall, a really positive first six months 
allowing the board to approve an interim dividend of 16p per share in line with last year's interim dividend payment. I mentioned earlier how our strategy is building and I'd now like to give a bit more detail about what that means for our business. To allow us to articulate this clearly, we've introduced Optimising for Growth, which outlines three core strategic priorities. Simplify, enhance customer experience and leverage networks. On Simplify, we've already done a lot of work to simplify the group and focus on our core lending divisions. The next phase will see us increase integration of shared services and streamline operational processes. We see technology as continuing to be a key facilitator here, which will also improve our customers' experience. And we've already invested heavily in digitizing our business, through, although there are further opportunities to do so. That links perfectly into our second strategic priority to enhance customer experiences further. This includes the provision of more customer self-service options. I'm proud to say that this is an area that has always been central to our organization's philosophy. As a result, we've embraced consumer duty as an opportunity to enhance our already high customer satisfaction scores, and this will remain a key strategic priority for us. Finally, we're also looking at new ways to leverage our existing distribution networks. Our businesses all have been built on strong relationships, and we are increasingly looking at how we can deepen our partnerships to grow market share by expanding our product offering and building compelling new business opportunities. All three of these strategic priorities are enabled by our technology capability, which we've already invested in heavily. Further investment will continue since technology is central to driving growth and efficiency. Now moving to the performance of our businesses. Firstly, I'm delighted to be able to report that in consumer lending, we delivered significant growth during the period in line with our strategy. Net lending balances grew to £1.62 billion, following record new business lending of £864 million in the first six months. Our retail finance business has seen strong lending growth with a £614 million increase in new lending, driving a 12% increase in lending balances. We've also grown market share to 12.9%, primarily via interest-free lending in the furniture and jewellery sectors, which attracts lower-risk prime customers. Vehicle finance saw 18% growth in lending balances, driven by £250 million in new lending. This resulted in an increase in market share from 1.1% to 1.3% off the back of expanded distribution. And it's important to note that we achieved this even while we were tightening our credit criteria and there was a 7% contraction in the size of the used car point-of-sale finance market during the period. Lending to the lower risk prime segment now makes up 30% of lending balances in vehicle finance. In business finance, net lending balances were stable at £1.54 billion, with new business lending of just under £284 million in the first six months. Our real estate finance business has delivered a strong performance in difficult trading conditions amidst ongoing interest rate volatility. Lending balances grew by 10% to £1.2 billion, primarily driven by strong new business development. Revenue growth reflected rising interest rates and an increase in average lending balances. The portfolio loan-to-value now stands at 56%. Our commercial finance business has maintained its focus on supporting our existing customers as the asset-based lending market has become highly competitive and we've been unwilling to compromise on risk quality or margin to win new business. The cost of risk for this business has increased due to the one-off material loss I mentioned earlier, 
and we don't expect that to be repeated. In spite of that, total revenue has grown in the first half of the year to 18.2 million from 12.5 million in the same period within the commercial finance business. And this has really been driven by product pricing being directly linked to the Bank of England base rate, which of course has been rising. So the overall message is that we have a clear vision, purpose and strategy, which is well understood and embedded within our businesses. And we've identified clear opportunities to help more consumers and businesses fulfill their ambitions and grow our lending further. But there is much more to come and some of the key priorities for us over the next six months include the continuation of our focus on cost optimization initiatives and delivering the four million pounds of annualized savings that I mentioned. We also intend to launch our new digital savings app, which will help make self-service easier for customers, enhancing the experience they have when they interact with us and reducing the need for them to call us for basic account and balance information. And we'll continue to expand our distribution networks so that we can scale our business even further in the period ahead. We have a robust plan to support delivery of each of our medium term targets, and I'm confident that we will achieve all of them. And as stated before, we're also predicting a significant increase in our profit before tax by the end of the year, as we focus on our optimizing for growth strategic priorities. Hopefully that gives you an overview of the strong progress that the team have made during the first half of the year. We will be holding a capital markets event on the 8th of November to provide more insight on the strengths, capabilities and further growth opportunities for our retail finance business and to set out clearly the path to delivery of the group's medium term targets. I hope that you'll be able to join us for that event. In the meantime, if you would like more detail on our performance during the first six months of 2023, please head over to our corporate website. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.